This episode is intended for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. Meow, 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 meow. Welcome, kittens and cats. I'm Natalie. I'm Ricky Lee. And we're on this frequency. On this week's episode, we'll be talking about our mamas. Uh, we hope everyone had a beautiful weekend celebrating Mother's Day with their families. And happy Mother's Day to you, Ricky. And to you, Nateus. Oh, thank you. feel so sweet. Like, it's weird. But I love it. <laughs> I'm, I'm loving all of it because it's all beneficial. Our, um, our sponsor... Our new sponsor, Michael Moda, <laughs> a.k.a. your brother, my husband, gave us a Mother's Day gift that I'm really excited about because... We got a combo deal. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Two what for is, one. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What was it? So, it's coming. We're getting <laughs> iPads because Mike just wants us to be successful and have all of the tools to be successful on this podcast oh, so that's so nice of him so we're calling him our sponsor we're gonna um hey does him. uh does bartley get an ipad like you know what like, is there a bartley day coming up <laughs> <laughs> what, what's up with that listen i don't make the rules here this is mother's day this is what he mentioned i was like you know what fuck yeah and you know technically i think today's mexican mother's day oh it is mexican mother's day it's the 10th we're recording on a tuesday so oh. happy mother's day to all of the i didn't Latinas. tell my mom happy mother's day you are terrible i didn't either actually I, we I did mean, it on sunday yeah we'll get to that yeah yeah um so uh our moment of laughter from ian lara our parents didn't grow up with a love language i know that because i was on a date once before i even found out about it, a girl asked me what was my love language i was like i didn't even know what that is she was like like how did you feel love from your family growing up and i was like oh <laughs> threats of violence <laughs> <laughs> my mom would threaten to murder me <laughs> And then she wouldn't. And I would be like, she loves me. Meow, 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 meow. That was brilliant. I love that. <laughs> I feel the same way. Yeah. It was only yesterday that I found out what a love language was. And I'm still trying to figure out. What do you out, mean? You've known what we've talked you know, about love languages. Yeah. That, yes, yes. But I still feel like I'm trying to uncover what mine really is. How do, how do you feel loved? Yeah. Why? It's this um, is it's easy. Um yes. Do you it, it feel is, loved it, when someone buys you something? No, I feel loved when people do quality time with me. Oh, then that's your love language, but, quality time. But now with this whole sponsorship by my husband <laughs> I, I mean like, you can rank oh, them wow they can be in or you can be loved in all ways like mine is acts of service is first, first? Uh -huh. then quality time okay then words of affirmation <laughs> then gift giving mm -hmm. and then physical touch and that's gonna change soon yeah and i think that's oh, yeah? what's happening yeah. to me too not the touch part. That physical touch <laughs> that's how physical i feel touch is gonna climb up the rankings <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? Side note: Bartley's been on one pre-recording. <laughs> he took yes. something before this episode. Mm -hmm. There's this whole alter ego going on, so. you, we'll, which I will not reveal. I on was the about podcast. to say we better get a clue, Bartley. We nope. better get a clue. That's well, only for off-air, off-recording. We're gonna find we're a gonna way to record it. it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sing is on the one with all the recording stuff. Oh, really? <clears throat> Anyway, y'all, so that clip came from Ian Lara and his comedy special, Growing Shame. Meow, 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 meow. 
So I got to feel my nephew move for the first time at a Natalie and my brother's baby shower. It was quite an extraordinary feeling, even more so because I literally convinced myself that he was moving because I was pumping him up and I was riling him up to party with us during his baby shower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. This little person was inspired by my calls to him. <laughs> so not only was Natalie's baby shower this weekend, but Mother's Day the following day. And so here we are appropriately dropping the cheeseman on our moms. Our mamas. Mm-hmm. Now, are you sure it was like you were pumping him up or he was just like, get away from me? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one, Barley. Like, how do you know? You know what? How can you? How do you know that? That's what I'm most in suspense about with this baby coming, which is ridiculous. Okay, because it's a baby. This baby is going to be loved, right? It's the baby's not gonna come out and feel like, oh no, (laughs) my aunt Riggy's coming. Please, don't leave me with her. She's too loud. She talks too much. I worried. I think I even called Natalie one time. And I was like, what if the baby doesn't like me? I'm pretty sure you did. I did. You I know did. I did. Yeah, you did. I was did. freaking out about it. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> and then, I had no words. Like, I don't know what to tell you <laughs> right like, now. Like, sorry, homegirl, you're on your own. But then the opposite side of this is the baby could absolutely love me and prefer me over, you know, his parents, which at Ooh. some point we go through that where we don't like our parents. Which why wouldn't he? You know? But so I was really, um, yeah, Barley, I think I was had convinced myself that I was, he was accepting my woo, 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 let's go. So, I don't know what that was. I was trying to do, remember in the 90s you did, <laughs> Arsenio <laughs> Hall did, woo, what was woo, that? Woo, 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 yeah. Oh my God. Jeez. Where did this, where, where is this going right now? That's what I, I was, that's what I was doing for the baby. I was pumping him up 1990. Wait, woo, woo, like that, Arsenio Hall. Oh my God. Dude, there is like 45 days until the You're, baby's here. Right, and that's what, that was it's the other thing is. wild. That's the other thing. I like I he was like doing somersaults and shit. He was like, I'm out. Yeah. Very oh, he's moving right now. He yeah, knows he you're knows talking about I'm him. I'm talking about him. Yeah, he and knows. so here's the thing. Ironically, I think I had my baby shower to my first child around the same time, uh-huh. like the first week of May. Uh-huh. And then he was born like twenty days later. He was born May twenty fourth. Oh, okay, okay. He was due June twenty sixth. That's fucking that's fucking. He close came one. a whole month early. Yeah, which is also why I started to kind of tell you, like, do you have your shit together yet? Like, mm-hmm. do you have anything ready yet? Uh, officially now I As more of like or less two do. o'clock this morning, you said, yes. right? Yeah, which we'll get into later on. But this is a fucking ride. Mm. And you know what? I regret no, I don't regret because it was a great time, but I will never have a baby shower or any kind of event after or before another major, not that it's a holiday, another celebration. Oh, why? I'm exhausted. I'm still exhausted from Saturday. And then I was going to go to my aunt's house on Sunday. But you're pregnant too, though. That and I'm pregnant. Yeah, I guess that, I guess that makes. But I don't know that that will change now because now my excuse is gonna be you have a child. Now this fucking kid. Now here's the thing. I'm gonna no tell you something. I was <laughs> completely shocked. Mm. I was shocked mm-hmm. that after your baby shower, mm-hmm. you had a baby shower after party at your house. I did. Let me I tell did. you something. I didn't even want to be there because I was tired. Not I. I, I went because I actually thought my cousin Alex was gonna be there, mm-hmm. and you know I miss him and I hadn't seen him. But I was like, dang, this girl's got to be tired as hell. Yeah. Wants to just, is probably peopled out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was very peopled out. Right. I 
I admire you for holding it down like that because let me tell you, I was dying inside and I was lucky that I could say good night. I'm leaving. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Um, after you left, everyone else left shortly after. But um, the pizza was really good though. You know what? I was I was giving myself a lot of grace in it, or I just didn't mind the baby shower after quote unquote after, after party. Birth. Yeah, <laughs> because. <laughs> um we don't get together with people that often mike and i okay and so you decided to do it all in one it was fine and then you know it's friends of mike's that he doesn't that are very near and dear to his heart and he doesn't get together with them often and we or especially mike doesn't get a saturday off a lot of the times when is when is like everyone's day off right Mm. so there was a lot of things that i was like you know what it's it's fine but I wasn't necessarily trying to host everyone either. Y'all know where everything is. Help yourself. Got it. Got it. Got you it. Know got what it. I mean, so it, it was nice. So it, it was nice. Oh, I have something I, I just thought about because of what you were saying. <clears throat> That's not necessarily related to this topic, but I found to be an interesting observation during your baby shower this weekend. Mm. And Bartley, I'd like your opinion on this from a male perspective. Oh, okay, here we go. <clears throat> so... I went around at your baby shower and I was recording people Mm. and I was asking our friends and family, what does the baby need to know about Natalie or Mike? Mm -hmm. I'm assuming that this baby's going to, this child at one point is going to see this. Yeah. You know, which thank you for that. You're welcome. I really enjoyed it because I got to learn a lot about you guys that I didn't know in addition, but I found this to be very interesting. their perspective, too, of who you're recording. Their right? perspective and their experience with you. Yeah. Okay? <clears throat> so, as you mentioned, my brother had his friends who were near and dear to his heart. Yeah. And one of them in particular, Mike Barajas, he had me cracking up <laughs> all day. And he always does. He's, yeah. just, he's just a funny guy. And, and yeah. I have a good time with him. But here's my <laughs> question. When I got to my brother's friends, <clears throat> all of them but one. They all said, when I said, what does the baby need to know about your dad? They know that I'm being, they know they're being recorded. Yeah. And one of them says, oh, that he's probably going to have a bigger dick than his dad. Stop. (laughs) No. Stop it right (laughs) now. The other one says that he's already taller in the womb. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Who are these friends? This is, I say, (laughs) I say on the camera, Mike, these are your friends. And they say things like that throughout the video that, oh, yeah, that um, Mike needs to check to see if the milkman is the real dad. He's not the real father. Oh, my God. Yes. And (laughs) at first I was laughing. Yeah. And then I'm like, you didn't say anything else after that. Right, right, right. Like you were serious. Um, I just... and Don't put that in the Now, video. mind you, in, in that moment, <laughs> uh-huh. I wasn't, I was going along with it. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm recording it. And then I'm like, and then I'm thinking, these are your these fucking are... friends, Mike. Like, what the hell? Yeah. But, but it wasn't until I reviewed it the next day and I'm putting together this video. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Don't put those in the video. <laughs> right. <laughs> then I'm like, what the fuck? I was actually mad. Yeah. I was irritated because i i said to myself but in the same regard ricky you know these people right right like this is something i know mike rojas and 
I know that's something he would say whether whether he knew he was being recorded Agreed. or not. <clears throat> yeah. So you shouldn't be shocked, like in not shock in and all, right? That this went down at yeah. all. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not shocked. And and Mike Mike after he said one thing, like he said. He reinforced it with something positive afterwards. Okay. You know, so it was okay. Uh, at least. But I guess I was just confused because I'm thinking like, and uh, I don't know. I'm, it was just, ir- I, I don't know how I feel about it. Because I'm you're curious. right, Bartley, like they're friends. They're joking yeah. around. That's what, but. That's like, but, that's, like but 20, also, that's like 20 plus years of friendship. You know, when he's joking around, like if one what? of my friends said that, like I wouldn't be upset either because I know like they're just playing with me. But get old i'm curious though too it did you did you record them like could they hear each other saying what yes. they were gonna say and i'm wondering if that just kind of they egged like each it, other on yeah 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 i'm sure that that's what it was but then i'm thinking like aren't you grown-ass men like and this is the joke you have on my brother and i think it just Asshole. irritates me as a as a sister yeah. because i know my brother is not a tall man but yeah. that's all you can say about him like yeah, you had no... I was just over it, I guess. I'm sorry, that's just... That's Men life. are like that, right? That's life Men as a short man. immature. That's life as a short man, oh and I, I, I would know. I, I wonder... You know, I wonder what Mike feels about that. We're going to have to bring him in. Oh, no. There's a part in the movie where... In the movie. <laughs> where <laughs> where I my brother's there with all of his friends, and I ask him, do you know what your friend said about you? And he said, they probably talk shit. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because you say all those things and I'm not equally like not surprised. I think um, when we first started, when Mike and I first started dating um, and I was meeting all of his friends. And those they're were hilarious. The, they're those hilarious. were like the first comments. And I was like, okay. Right. Like that's what you got. <laughs> yeah. Like this is it. But what are we in fourth grade? Yeah. <laughs> and I get it. They yeah. were funny. Yeah. They, they are in fourth grade. <laughs> they are. They're, yeah. they're, I was laughing, but yeah. I, I don't know. I just. In my mind, I'm thinking, I can't, I'm not even going to put this in. I don't want my nephew to see this. No, don't put that in. And is my nephew going to be around men that are telling him, your dad's a little person, your dad's a little man? Like, yeah, they're going to. They're gonna ha- I don't they're want gonna that ha- around my nephew then. I'm sorry. That's... I equally don't want that I don't around want, my nephew. I don't no, want them it's telling not, my It's not my... even about his friends, it's your nephew's friends. When he grows up, we'll have those same jokes with your nephew. I feel mm. like by then, it's a society. Guy no, partly, but I feel like by then, the generations are going to be so anti shaming, anti bullying, anti everything. Like it's going to be difficult to hurt people in the future. Nah. Meaning I like there's a chance that there will be peace on earth. Yes. Meaning <laughs> there's a chance that your kid is not going to experience. Dick jokes will always reign in, uh, in, in, in the boy world, in manhood, yes. In family settings. In any yeah. setting, because he, there's always room for a dick joke. Yeah, and it goes back to like t- being toxic. Hey, would your mom agree with you, Bartley, <laughs> that there's always room for a dick joke if someone was filming and said something about your dick about her son? Um, well, that's would your different. mom be like, well, you know? Well, that's different. No, that's it's my not. Mom. Yes, it is. No, it's not. You're yes. saying that a dick joke is applicable anywhere. It is. It's not. Your mom wouldn't. In approve. my in my circle of friends, it absolutely is. Right, but would your dumbass friends do that in a family party being on video? Probably. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. What kind of males do I have? I, shout I, out, I to, shout that... out to my homie Sean, who I've known for, <laughs> God, 33 years now. He mm. 
he would definitely pull some shit like he that. He would say a That's dick funny. joke in front of your mom. He would, he would at your absolutely, baby shower. He would absolutely agree with me that there's there's a, always a place for a dick joke. So, so he, again, there's always a place for a dick joke, and he would do it in a baby shower video for your unborn child. In front of my, my in front of your mom. In front of my ultra conservative family, absolutely he would. <laughs> Is he white too? Yes, he's <laughs> Irish. He's Irish with no filter. Oh, so. they're unapologetic. See, I yeah. get it. So, Natalie, when you and I were preparing for this episode, we were really reflecting on our mothers and wanting to talk about our experiences with them. And I loved the three very particular topics, right? Yeah. Your favorite moments with your mom, mm-hmm. your hopes as a mother, mm-hmm. and then just your life updates. I can't wait to talk about life updates. But yeah. Tell me about your favorite moment with your mom. Yeah, so... I think growing up, what what sticks out to me the most is when I think my mom would try to keep me busy or just bonding. No kidding. She would, um, we would take out coloring books and she would teach me how to color. And there's a specific series of coloring books that I remember like it was yesterday that had a bunch of bunnies and the bunnies had little... And, and this is probably why I am into plants and shit like that, because these bunnies had plants like flower pots on their heads. What? I need to find it. It was so cute. It was the cutest thing. And they were I mean, they were in gardens and stuff like that, but they carried around flower pots on their heads. And um, and the way that she would color is that she would highlight the or she would outline um, the 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 person or the little yeah bunny. the little figurine yeah the little figure she would highlight it in like a really bright color and then fill it in and then fill it in in a much lighter, lighter. color yeah and i always thought that was so cool and i would try to copy what she did and it never i think to this day it would probably never come out the way that she did it and so <gasps> i was reflecting on that and i was like well maybe that's why i like you know gardening and i like plants and and then i see her and i'm like oh this is this kind of like her creative side and then i see her garden and all of her plants and it's all lively and shit Mm. so it just kind of it made me feel happy and those are one of my happy memories with my mom have you ever told her that no no i haven't i'm gonna tell her you know what you should do Mm. you should just buy a coloring book buy some crayons and Uh, sit down and color with her that'd probably freak her the hell out she'd probably uh, be like what are you doing yeah yeah, that'd be and then you could tell her like hey this is some of my favorite memories with you is coloring i'm here all day i'm here all day (laughs) i actually wanted to cry when you were telling the story about (laughs) coloring yeah because we're not little people anymore (laughs) but you see your mom does love you quality time (laughs) she gave you quality time she did she did and that's why that's an important love language for you yeah yeah so that's that for me is is that those moments with my mom is coloring what about you what are your favorite moments with your mom Mm, well once i kind of you and i spoke about it i thought hardcore about it and there was just this one specific memory that came to my mind my mom was always working and i remember being a toddler maybe i maybe three or four years old Mm -hmm. and wherever i was at or whoever was taking care of me they would always put on My Little Pony for me as oh. a little show. And I wanted my mom to sit down and watch My Little Pony with me. And I think I even remember crying, like not wanting to let her go to work because <laughs> I wanted to her to watch 
my little pony with me. Oh. And I think later on I would throw it in her face like, I just wanted you to watch it with me. You never spend time with me. You never do. Because my mom was very, she, she was raised in a, not a Catholic, a boarding school. She went to boarding school. Oh, that's right. You, she lived there. Yeah. So raised by nuns and everything was always She should have sent your ass to fucking boarding school. She tried. She tried. It didn't work. I, I, ba- I broke out of jail. But so everything always had to be clean. So yeah. when I was a teenager, I would be upset that the living room was always impeccable and we would always have to clean the living room. And I, I would say, this is a living room. We're supposed to live and watch TV and hang out and have fun. Can't put, put our feet on the couch. And I don't mean like with shoes, but relax. And my mom was not uh, like was, that. It was very, that. you sit right there. Put the pillows in the certain place. You know, it was a that yeah. was her sacred space. So I would always tell her, I just want to hang out with you and not worry about the pillows. The pillows. And you my know? foot on the Yeah. <laughs> but my but my memories of my mom, she she balanced very well being a working mother. Mm. So she would work, get out early. Um my grand my grandmother would pick us up. She would pick us up from there. I remember coming home and the house was always just clean and taken care of. And while she was cooking dinner for us. Mm-hmm. She had us on the table doing homework, mm. making sure we ate, cleaned the kitchen, and then bam, get us ready for baseball practice. Get Ooh. out of there. But I, in my mind, I'm thinking, just thinking about that now. Imagine you get up in the morning, yeah, get ready to go to work, mm-hmm. get the kids ready. My dad would take us to school, mm-hmm. get out of work, pick up your kids, dinner, clean everything, homework, everything. baseball practice. My mom was on point, and she did not miss Shower. a beat. Everything. I used to hate taking a shower when i was younger like i was always in trouble and it actually it wasn't even that i didn't like to take a shower yeah is i didn't like to take a shower in that exact moment so if they were telling me take Uh, a shower i wouldn't take a shower when they would tell me i would wait (laughs) a little bit longer i was gonna get in the shower but i would get in trouble because it wasn't at that time time that they were telling me and yeah but my mom my mom was outstanding um she was an outstanding mother, did an exceptional job making sure that my brother and I were cared for, were that. nurtured for. And her specialty, though, by far, is taking care of you when you're sick. Mm. When you're sick, I mean, I had COVID this past December. Yeah. I had a hot meal by my door. Yeah. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Aww. Snacks in between, bringing me hot tea, making sure, even though we couldn't see each other. Yeah. She's her, very nurturing. Her concern... Which is interesting because I have three grown children. Mm-hmm. I know what to do, but mm-hmm. I'll still call my mom and be like, so one of them won't stop sneezing. Yeah. Diagnose them, you know. And then give you a little remedy. Yeah. And here, cook them this. Yeah. Make them I'll that. I'll still It'll call her. I won't, do, I, won't, I won't do it myself. So I have some beautiful times with my mom. Oh, I like Some that. good, good stuff, including being chased down by a broom because I threatened to run away. <laughs> man she beat the shit out of me with that room i love that story she gets so embarrassed please, i deserved it though please tell so wait so you were trying to run away oh i would and my, she because my parents oh yeah you said my parents were away. really strict mm-hmm. really strict never mm-hmm. let me go anywhere never let me do anything mm. whatever mm. and my mom would want to let me go out but she wasn't gonna go no le iba a llevar la contraria a mi papa right right so she had to go along with whatever he said and i knew that yeah. And one day I was like, I'm sick of this shit. I'm I was I was I think <laughs> a junior in high school. I was yeah. like, I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. You're not going to control me. 
And so I mm. said I was running away, but all I did was, I don't even know why I did this. I just hid in the front of the bushes. Okay. <laughs> I hid in the front of the bushes. And when she knew. caught me, oh. she had the boom in her hand. I started running and whap, she got me on the back of the legs. Yeah. Well, you I scared her. her. Yeah. Oh, no, but that's why I said I deserved it. Not only was I, I'm running away and yelling and being all mad about it. Then I scared the shit out of her. <laughs> And here we are, like twenty some odd years later, and my mom still controls me. You still live at home. She's beating your ass with the broom. She's still beating your ass with the broom. For the record, let me tell you why she almost made me cry on Mother's Day. Right? I'm going for my because she hit me. I'm going for a walk. Okay. When I come back, I'm like close to the house, and I'm like, Mom, let's go to IHOP because my mom and I's thing. Well, no, my family's thing. We've been going to IHOP down the street here for like 32 fucking years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it became a thing that my mom and I would go. Uh-huh. So I said, let's go to IHOP. I'll take you to IHOP. That's what I want for Mother's Day. I want to mm-hmm. spend time with you like that. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, what about the kids? I'm like, I didn't ask the kids. I want to hang out with you. Let's you and me go. Yeah. No, why don't you just have something here at the house? So I was already bummed out because she had said no. no. And I was already in my feels just about Mother's Day in general for a multitude of reasons. Yeah. So when I get to the house, I'm outside sitting in the patio and I'm going through all my text messages of people. And my mom's like, well, come inside. Look what the kids got you and come inside. And I'm like, oh. mom, hold on. Let me. So I'll be right there. I'm just uh, come inside. I finally go inside. Yeah. She goes, oh, happy Mother's Day. Proceeds to give me a hug and then smacks me in the back. <laughs> now, I was not in a place to receive that. I know she was joking. Yeah. I know she was teasing me. Yeah. And I was like, you just you hit sensitive. me. You just hit me. You rejected mm. my breakfast invitation. Did not allow me to take you to breakfast. Yeah. Didn't let me sit outside for a few minutes that I needed to cool down. Yeah. Rushing me to get it, and then you give me a hug, and then you hit me on the back. Yeah. I'm like, you don't love me. Did you told her that? No, I didn't. I you just sucked it, it up. Yeah, I'm not going to. Yeah, no. Because then she's going to feel bad. Say. No. You you I know better. Mm-hmm. I know better. So what'd you guys do then? Um, I made breakfast. Oh. <laughs> she did too, though. I made, so my grandmother passed away 22 years ago this mm-hmm. month. Really? Yeah. And, um. I was telling my mom how difficult it must be for her not having her mom. Mm. And I said, you know, we should make something that she liked or uh. that, that reminds us of her. So I made some some papas, some potatoes, and my mom made the most delicious batch of beans. Oh, oh I broke my diet. I said, we're going in. And, yeah. we ju- and, that's, and that's a very humble meal. We just had, you know. Beans and potatoes. Beans and potatoes. That sounds good. Mm. And some coffee. And my oh, mom and I just perfect. talked. And yeah, we reminisced a, a lot. And it was important. It was good. Good. And then the crew woke up and then we did all that stuff, open presents and stuff. And, and that was pretty, it was a quiet day. Well, I'm glad that you guys got to spend time together. Yeah, no doubt. You know, it's not easy. I know I was supposed to go to my aunt's house on Sunday for Mother's Day. Um, my tia Priscilla, what was supposed to be, I I assume from my, from my cousin Vic, that it was just supposed to be her and and her kids but it ended up turning into this whole let's invite all of the tias which for my mom it that's like nine aunts of my aunts because she has so many sisters and so they all got together and the whole bit and i was gonna go but 
I'm pregnant. I just got right. over out of a baby shower event. You're like, I'm done with all of I'm this. I'm tired. And so I didn't end up going and I was I wasn't expecting to have to do anything. Right. Um or have anyone oversee anyone, but my mom and my sister ended up coming over um after their brunch with my aunt. And it was really nice because I wasn't expecting them to come over and wish me a happy Mother's Day. Why? Well, I don't know. I, I just figured it's Sunday. They're probably going to be there late. It's far. And then for them to come all the way down to my end and still visit me and all of that, I just didn't think that they would come come over. Right. And so my mom and my sister gave me a little Mother's Day gift, too. And I thought that was really sweet. And so I'm just I'm just shocked and soaking up all of this motherly Mother's Day shenanigans i think it's awesome mm. so that's that so uh, you had another topic on here about your hopes of being a future mom yeah yeah so I, i've been you know thinking about well there's been so many conversations that mike and i have had like you know what <laughs> don't judge us where are they gonna where is he gonna go to school and how oh are we going to, what are we going to teach him? Oh and how God. are we going to raise him? And what if this, and what if that? We're thinking about all these scenarios, right? Baby's still in my stomach <laughs> and we're already fucking worried about the school that he's going to go to. And so, so, but one of the things that has been really just on my mind is what are we going to do with this baby? Like, what are we <laughs> going to do as a, as a family, you know, how are we going to entertain him? And what right. are we, like, are we going to go outside? Great you know, just a lot of things. And so, I've really been with Mike about like, we need to go camping. We need to take trips all over California and see all of it. And I want to go to Joshua Tree and I want to visit the Grand Canyon. What did he say to that? He was actually all about it, which was kind of shocking because Mike isn't the most. We're not outdoorsy, outdoorsy people. Pe- yeah, well, exactly. No, I lie. We were raised in the outdoors. And and that's what Mike was saying. But. but when in we, a different way well yeah because one of the last times that he and i both went together to um mexico mm-hmm. we had two sets of cousins right mm-hmm. one set of cousins said hey we're gonna go um bar hopping and we're gonna go to all these clubs and bars and da, da, da. Mm-hmm. the other cousin was like we're gonna go horseback riding mm-hmm. with a 12 pack mm-hmm. so guess who did what mike went with the bar hoppers mm-hmm. and i went with the horseback riders in the toilet pack so it's a so even though we were raised the same we enjoy being in the space a little bit differently yeah we weren't my my parents never took us camping though yeah yeah i mean mine didn't either and that's a hardcore thing like that's a, yeah but, campers okay, are no, like hardcore yes campers. but there's so many op- i think that's wonderful i'm a huge fan of the national parks here mm-hmm. in the united states mm-hmm, mm-hmm. love them all mm-hmm. i could be your guide and i think that that's a wonderful they even Please, have yes. like a little passport so to all the oh uh, shut to, up yeah they have little passports oh it's actually a thing that stamp that I you get a stamp of every national park that you visited <gasps> oh I'm even more and excited and they have a, oh because there's some yeah. incredible national parks yeah I really want to do that and because Mike is in the RV industry he always talks about oh well these people are taking Hello? their thing yes. here and there and I'm like well, what about I want to mm-hmm. go here and there and do the Grand Canyon thing and the National Park and My, get the stamps. Our families used to caravan. Mm. We took an entire caravan, like three suburban fools yeah. of family members. My yeah. aunts, <laughs> uncles, kids. And we would just, 
drive Ooh. on over to the Grand Canyon, go through Flagstaff, Arizona, Sedona, Arizona. So how many people did you guys fit in this? In these, these three caravan of suburbans, it was a shit ton. I, we even went to Mexico. And uh, for some reason, yeah. all of my uncles, they would all have the cars at the same time. <laughs> so at one point, they all had Maximas, oh, right? Funny. Nissan Maximas. And yeah. everybody went to Mexico in Maximas. And Bartley, I was, I would sit in the front seat uh-huh. in between. And I'm sure this is the also passenger. before, like, seatbelt. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, there were seatbelts. It was a suggestion, though. Right, 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 <laughs> right. Like, do you want to use it? You yeah. can. Uh, I had a Maxima back in the day. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, you were a hoe bag then. <laughs> I feel like the Maxima is like the hoe bag of cars for men. <laughs> it's a very, very fast car. It's a Maxima. It's a sports car. It's a hoe man car. Mm, I miss that car. <laughs> Fastest I've ever driven in a car was in a Maxima. Really interesting. Mm-hmm. One hundred and twenty-five. Is the Subaru faster than the Maxima? I'm sure. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I wasn't out there racing. I was just driving fast. <laughs> You're just <laughs> testing this car, putting uh, it to its limits. Well, Natalie, there's no doubt you're gonna be a great mom. I'm excited, and I'll invite you to our little outdoor events. I have some great recommendations to um, national parks based on age level. Really? Yeah. Oh, you see why? So I forgot that I like I was really into this, and I really sounds like you missed your calling, Ricky. Mm. You know, I saw a ranger the other day mm. when we were doing. You um, should be a national park ranger. Stop! Yes. Stop! When we were doing the Animal Crossing for P twenty two, oh right, there were rangers everywhere. And uh-huh. Did you ask if they were hiring? Because no, uh-huh. but one of them was really hot, and I was like, "Wow, ranger! Mm. <laughs> like, what would it be like to date a ranger?" Like, yeah. I got all curious about it. But oh yeah, you had a little fantasy out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Listen, episode coming soon. Mm-hmm. Ranger, danger. Mm-hmm. ranger danger. Ranger mm-hmm. danger. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you're gonna be a great mom, Natalie. Thank you. And if you're not. There's people you can call. Oh, thanks. Because you're going to have moments where you're like, I didn't sign up for this what, shit. What the hell is this? I, I want to refund. it. Right. <laughs> Believe me. It'll come in waves. But. And it'll also probably be on this episode or on this <laughs> podcast. So <laughs> to be continued. But what about you, girl? What are your hopes um, for your future? I mean, obviously, the mom title doesn't go away. No. So Mm-mm. what are you going through right now? What are you hoping for the future? So my... It's been really challenging because my children are becoming young adults mm-hmm. and they need me in a way that I'm not used to. Mm. They require different things of me, mm. a different type of attention, a different type of conversation. Yeah. Uh, everything is less uh, interaction. We're changing. You know, they're uncovering mm. who they are as young adults and they're testing boundaries and challenging yeah. things and you know, raising their opinions to volumes that I cannot lower, you know? (laughs) So it's kind of like a death and a rebirth because you have to let go of the children that they were. Mm. And I miss that. You know, I miss running around. I saw a lady at the store the other day with her three young kids and I thought, man, I kind of miss that Mm. because it was a I had more control over my kids. Yeah. I was more of an influence with my kids. I could manipulate my kids better. Yeah. I can't do that now. No, Now they see right through my bullshit. Right. You know? And so I miss that. And I'm trying to figure out how to place myself in their lives differently. Because I miss them, right? Yeah. So I had a conversation with my Uncle Oscar this weekend. And I I was cracking up because... 
I was kind of telling him the same thing that I miss my kids. Yeah. And I say, hey, man, how's it, how's it going for you? My Oscar has three kids. Right. Two of which recently relocated one to the East Coast and the other to a, a, a completely different, different continent. Yeah. Right. I said, how are you taking it? And he shared something with me about Mando not being very responsive with text messages. Mm. And that he replies to maybe 10% of his text messages. <laughs> but that um, one day he called my cousin to let him know that he was going to do mushrooms. Uh-huh. My Uncle Oscar. And that mm. my cousin Mando said, no. And that he like shared some concern because he didn't want my Uncle Oscar to change. Uh. So in my cousin's mind, the mushroom experience was going to be so grand that it was going to shift how my uncle Oscar was. Yeah. And Mando didn't want that to happen. And so yeah. my uncle Oscar says, I didn't even know he liked me. Like, I'm so <laughs> glad he called to tell me that. And that's how I feel. But yeah. there's so much about my kids that I don't know or that they don't say or that they don't share. Mm. I feel like I'm missing out. Yeah. Right. But it'll come. And that's what I'm seeing too. Yeah. And so I think future wise, like where I'm at now with my life, I've shown them how to work hard. I've shown them how to have a work ethic. I've been an example for that. Yeah. They know that. They speak that of me. Yeah. They got that part, right? Whether they apply it or not, I don't freaking know. But I know that I did my part in being that example and that direct point of reference. Mm-hmm. But now is a different leaf in my life. Now what I want them to know is how to take care of their bodies. Yeah. How to take care of their mind. Mm. How to understand their impulsiveness Mm -hmm. their aggressions their angers their sadness how to be more in touch with themselves and how to take therapy seriously how to meditate i want them to tap into that human side of them that spiritual side of them that exists that i've never been able to focus on until now so before that everything was very abusive yeah a slave to the job yeah a slave to being a provider yeah outside of the responsibilities part because i could have gotten help in different avenues and i could have made different choices Mm -hmm. but i was just working really hard sometimes a little too hard Mm -hmm. that i want them to see this is how you take care of yourself i think that they would be really proud of you for even just first first of all doing that for yourself Mm. because i think i've i don't know that i i mean i I mention it all the time that kids don't do as you say they do as you do you know we all know that and so for you to lead by example and say and show them hey i'm doing this and that for myself and then let them know this is how therapy this is how working out meditating eating well has benefited me this might help you in these ways too. Look, let me help you. Let me show. Let me show you. Let what me be I'm, a point of reference. Let me yeah. be an example and be like, yeah. oh, okay, I saw this growing up, you know. Yeah. And the thing of it is, is that I, the thing of it is, is if you don't have those examples, mm-hmm. you're not gonna know. You're not you gonna. Know. You're not gonna know to do that. You don't know, right? Exactly. And I also have like i know that i'm 40 and i'm just figuring things out yeah and i'm looking at them like you better have shit figured out now yeah i can't do that no no i have to have faith in in their journey and their growth and Mm in you know their path is different and that they're gonna figure out what works for them because exactly what i'm doing might not work for them 
Exactly. But the goal is is that they try to find something that is good for them. Exactly. I like that. I think it'll yeah. be I think it'll be good. You know, I, I I look at my parents and one of the things that you know, as far as staying healthy and and the things that we do to take care of our mental, physical, emotional, all of that thing, um again, like it's definitely like the coloring reference and um now and I haven't done this recently, so shame on me. But they have those like m- those stress relief coloring books. Oh yeah, I've seen those. They're you very have those. Yeah, yeah, like to just like calm you. So I have those. And then from my dad, always growing up, my dad would take me out bike riding. And so I think well, this that is where fun. I get like the outdoorsy, the thing. outdoorsy, the, the active being part. active and and exercising and staying healthy. I think that's where I get it from. Yeah, so you're an active creative. So it's so it didn't uh, now, I guess at this point, it didn't come out where I'm like obsessively coloring or that I'm, you know, I'm I'm a cyclist. But I enjoy those uh, taking care of myself in other ways because of the examples I had growing up. So mm. I love that. Me I love too. that you're doing that for yourself. I love that this uh, there's this change. I can't wait to have um, an episode which is coming soon about the decisions that you have made f- for yourself to be healthier and why that has happened and all of that. I can't it's wait. Important. It is important. So it definitely is. Yeah. So, well, being a mom, right? But let's get into some life updates. Mm. How about that? Because mm. I think that you know, I was talking to you a little bit that we've had a very interesting very fun episodes but we haven't really gotten into what's been going on in our personal lives and i thought that our listeners would like to know what the hell we're doing because sometimes you're on this podcast sometimes you can't be soon i won't be able to be because obviously there's a baby coming and so we can zoom in and we can zoom you in. No, it's okay, Natalie. Or we could just, you know, take it remote and just take it to you. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> Maybe later. <laughs> so that guy ain't trying to see y'all. We'll record in your living room. No worries. No, we'll no, bring all, we'll no. bring all the mics. You just bring yeah. yourself and the baby. Seriously. And, and you know what? Like, I've been thinking about all of that. And I'm just, I, and I am thinking, well, why can't they just, can they just phone me in? Can mm-hmm. you zoom me in? Am I going to want to be zoomed in? What am I going to like? I want to be on this episode or you know, yeah. I don't want to miss out on these topics. Well, I have fun things to say. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. I think I'm having a like I'm having this transitional this phase of and, and it is a really a conflict of like, can I really be in two places at once? I'm going to tell you why I think you should be. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing I think about is how your your kid mm-hmm. will be able to look back in time. And listen to you. Yeah. Like, before you had him, while you were baking him. Yeah. After he had you. Yeah. And he'd be able to understand a lot about you. And so, there's a couple of things, too. Like, I I definitely want to have, um, like, a postpartum episode. And I want to do it as soon as possible. I don't want to wait and tell a story about the my birth experience and postpartum and all of that. You know, I wanted to I want to bring our listeners in on that ride. Mm. Okay, so what you're saying is what I'm hearing we'll is We'll be in the delivery exactly, room. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we're bringing microphones. <laughs> we're we're as soon as the baby's out, we're like, "All right, let's go." Here comes the episode. Right, right. Yeah, so it's all of these things that I'm kind of 
entertaining of like, well, do I want to do this? Do I want to do that? Do I want to bring a whole production to my living room? Yeah, which, what's best? You know? Yeah. And and those things will kind of fall into place. And I can't tell the future. And I don't want to like have all these high ass expectations or none at all. Right. So um, I don't I don't know. That's just kind of where I'm at along with. I can't sleep anymore because it's hot as balls and I'm hormonal. <laughs> and then I'm heavy nesting now and everything needs to be organized and in its place and washed. And my apartment is a mess. And I don't even want to go back home because I want to clean everything. It's annoying. Mm. I'm really annoyed by this phase do you at least have a pregnancy bag ready actually i do i think that's probably just the most important thing yeah thank god for freedom mom Mm -hmm. i I had showed you the little the little kit everyone that is pregnant right now um go get you the freedom mom or put it in your registry the one kit that has all of the essentials because that shit saved me like 10 hours of research and what the fuck do i need for a diaper or i'm sorry a delivery bag um, so I'm pretty much ready to go. I just need to prepare myself, I think, more physically. I've been having this, like, sciatica pain, and I'm not really doing anything about it. Oh, man. And I need to. I need to stretch, which I'm not doing. Um, I went to the doctor on Monday. Everything's going well. Baby's growing smoothly. And then I got, like, you know, like, my third trimester uh, little folder, which I've never gotten at Kaiser before, and they gave me this little prepare yourself oh. right well it's your your th- last trimester yeah. so yeah yeah so it'd probably scare you and it's at, okay in the so, first trimester no so well yeah it would scare me but now i'm like looking at it like oh fuck this is all becoming too real so first my actual excitement was like oh you'll be getting your um your off work notice at your next appointment which is like in two weeks and um and i was like oh fuck yeah you know what i need to get off work because I've only been working for two months and I'm already over it. So that was one thing. And then, but the next, uh, the next little piece of paper and also a conversation that I had with my midwife that I wasn't expecting. So what kind of birth control do you want? And I was like, already? Bitch, I'm still with baby here. Yeah, but you know how many women end up getting pregnant? Immediately. Well, my, like my dad and my uncle Trina and Oscar, Uh they're, they're a year and a day apart. That's right, they are, huh? Could you imagine that? Oh, fuck. I don't want to. So imagine they're, being they're, nine oh. months and a day apart. Oh, Damn. God. Wait, that's you, Barley? No, I'm just saying. Jesus. Uh, but but imagine that, that. that's my That'd point. So, so they're telling you, they're they're thinking about the things you're not thinking about because... Not even in my I scope. I can't imagine that there's a woman out there that exists no. that upon delivery of first child says, let's do it again, I want another one. Mm-mm. I cannot believe that. That shit happens by accident. No, yeah, for sure. And, and Not her, accident. I mean, I guess. Right. And I her mean, conversation. Takes two to tango. <laughs> right. Uh, the, the What the midwife said was like, oh, yeah. And then uh, you can do like a whatever. I don't know if it's the IUD. The one that they stick up your hoo-ha. Oh, we can do that right before um, before you leave the hospital um, the after you okay. deliver. Well, for the record, that's like, actually oh, really shit. convenient. That's what, that's what I'm saying. I, mm. I, I get being annoyed by all of that because mm-hmm. you're like, wait a minute. But mm-hmm. from this side of it, where I'm like, damn, they're being incredibly proactive. Right. And they want to make sure that you're not thinking about those things later on in the worst times possible. Right, 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 right. So it was kind of, I kind of dig that. It was both for me. I felt a lot. It was a lot all at once because yeah. at one moment we're talking about, oh, so how are you feeling? You know, da, 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 da. 
And then some kind of birth control. And I'm like, well, fuck, you're right. I didn't even, that's not even in my scope. I wasn't even thinking about any of that. Right. So I have to mention it to Mike, like some about this birth control. Mm. She's thinking, are we going to have kids right away or how long are we waiting? That's, you know I mean? you know that's another question. And that's actually a, the question you should be asking yourselves before you figure out where you want to send this kid to school. Right. Because we haven't even had that. And it's important. That's because actually, yeah. It's important because... You guys do want more than one kid? We do want more than one kid. Yeah, no, no I'm not any... I'm not younger. Any younger. Neither is Mike. I'm going to say this. We're not trying to have them that far apart either. My kids are 18 months apart. Mm-hmm. The uh, and Tudela. The first two. Is that okay? 18 months is a good is they weren't everybody thought they were twins but they weren't mm-hmm. and it was just a good difference but then you got you raised them together while still each having enough time with them separately okay and you didn't feel i mean i'm sure that i'm sure you still did feel like you were losing your mind but was it tolerable yeah okay i, I like enjoyed that. it okay good. like i liked having them like that it was hard when right. how many years Wait, 15? No, she's 15. Yeah, five years later, Mia came. And that okay. was different. Wow, yeah, that must have been different. Yeah, because Alina was five, Tito was eight. Yeah. It's, it still wasn't bad, though. But I like, I prefer them close closer together than... Yeah, yeah. And and I think for, for myself, I'm just thinking that it would have to be a little bit closer together. Like, I, I like this whole 18-month thing. Right. Even, yeah. Even if... You know, I mean, I don't know how many kids we're going to have, but if in my mind, I'm going to have four. So you want four? I do want four. I used to want six. Yeah. I want a big family. Damn, Natalie, you're going to just pump them out. Yeah. You sure waiting 18 months is is good if you want four? Maybe I have to do it. And so that's the thing. Maybe maybe I have to do it 14 months. So maybe right after the podcast episode, we let y'all have some. (laughs) Some alone time. A little alone time. Listen, or she could. Pop up twins, the next ones. Ooh, yeah, that and then cool. a single one. So single twin, single. Do twins come from the mom's side or the dad's side? Well, depends um, on the dominant gene. My, we have twins that? in our family. We have twins in ours too. So the gene exists in both your families. It's possible. Uh, That's a hot tamale right there. No, do we have twins in our family? No, we do. Well, what do you mean? Well, you either do or you don't. This is not a trick question. Well, when 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 does it? Like, it doesn't have to be the immediate family. Oh, like, I you know, know what I mean? Like, because for you, it's the br- the brothers or the my, my uncles. Your uncles, right. My uncles are twins. Yeah. For me, it's not. That would be like my second cousins and then my dad's uncles or cousins that are the twins. You know what? It's always possible. Let's just say okay. that. It's always possible. I don't even know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, we'll see. But we, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot to figure out there, and um, I'm just actually really excited to go on maternity leave, and I'm excited. I'm getting excited about the like the baby's coming. This is it. This is it. It's now oh, never. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's baby time, girl. Yeah. Natalie, I just hope that whatever you need call oh yeah for sure for sure things are gonna get crazy but that's if you pick up your phone Ricky. oh oh shots fired you know what i wish that we had like an alert because that's actually a good point Bartley. 
if you really need me. Mm. Remember back in the day when you used to have pagers and you used to be mm. like, 911. Yeah. 911, call me back. Call like, me. it's urgent. Yeah. yeah. That's what I need. That's what I'm going to need. Girl, but that's Girl, you just need phone. to answer your phone. <laughs> Somebody is calling you, you answer. But what if it's or on if my you off time? Or if you don't answer, like, you could see that, so, like, you know, you're busy or whatever. You see that somebody called. The proper thing to do is to call them back to see what they called you for. Mm, you know what? That's fair. But also, like, I was going to call Bartley back, like, early this morning when I was on my walk with Sophia. What time did I text you ring rang? Was it in the morning? Was it 630? Yeah. Like, it was early. Well, let's see. It was pretty early because he called me last night, but I was in my Zen zone. <laughs> That's a thing. Zen zone. I was zen zoned out. Thirteen is when you text. Oh yeah, me. that's way later than when I was actually thinking about calling Barley back. <laughs> Look, I get it, but it's just it's hard. I feel like with phones, there's just it's it's such a like a it's such a big responsibility. It's not even a responsibility, well, but there's guys, a lot of pressure. There's a lot of there's pressure. A lot of pressure. You guys used to have house phones, right? We yeah. Before cell phones with the big existed. numbers. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I mean back then, the thing was. You only had a specific, you were only accessible to a certain degree. Yeah. You had to call the house to get a hold of somebody. Yeah. You know, and you could only talk for a little bit because everybody in the house saw that you were on the phone. Right. And God forbid you're on the phone too much, you uh-huh, know? Uh-huh. And now the and phone. And then everyone's is, at home here listening to your conversations. So yeah. It's not be long. And now you have <laughs> access to people constantly. Yeah. Like, it's incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. I don't like... I mean... Still doesn't mean you can't answer your phone. (laughs) Sorry. Hey, speaking of which, I have a friend of mine Mm -hmm. who always has his phone on Do Not Disturb. He does not take phone calls. I don't like that. He... No, well, I didn't... (laughs) So he calls me one day, right? I don't answer. I call him back. When I call him back... what was that like? Wait, when I call him back, it just goes straight to voicemail, Mm. Right? Just straight. And I'm like, hey, I called you back. Went straight to voicemail. He goes, call me back again. So I call him back. Still goes to voicemail. And he's like, oh, man. He goes, I forgot. It's do not disturb. He's like, I'll call you in a minute. And then he calls me. He goes, I don't accept any phone calls at all whatsoever. So when you have your phone on do not disturb, if you call three times or more, Mm -hmm. even if the phone is on do not disturb, it'll ring now. Oh, it's twice, okay. actually. It's twice? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, so the phone determines it's an emergency or something. Someone's really trying to get a hold of you. Because it's the same number repeatedly calling you. Mm-hmm. So the phone will 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 Alert. actually start to ring. Yeah. How funny is that? I did not know that. Yeah. But it also makes sense. I I think I wonder if having the phone on silent. Somebody texted me recently. My phone was on silent and they said, oh, I'm sorry. You had your do not disturb or your silent or whatever. And I was like, oh, I thought that was scheduled. I didn't know that. What do you mean scheduled? So like I can schedule when my phone goes on do not disturb. Like there's a, a oh, sleep God, setting. setting. There's sleep I, settings. I've been, there's, I've been experimenting yeah. with those. Do you guys see that on my phone when I don't want to be? Yeah. Yeah, it says it's it on d- delivered silently or whatever. Uh-huh. So is this a whole new thing we have to learn how to operate now because you're saying that this person was like oh my god i'm sorry you were on do not disturb yeah how the hell were they supposed to know you were not on you were on do not disturb right and then i was like oh it's okay you could text me anyway i didn't even realize that i had it on that setting i thought i just had my phone on silent and that it would still 
come through, but I didn't see it until I actually went in and opened up my messages and saw that they text. I don't know. It, it, it is kind of weird and you do kind of have to play with it, at least I think, or maybe I just don't that's know. That's interesting. But I but. think that that's good though. I yeah. do. I do like that. I like it too. And I think that you can still do those settings, but still allow certain people to come through. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wait, how did we get into this? Oh, call. Because you never answer, answer your phone. My phone. Ever. That's uh, true. Apparently, these are your life updates. You, you're not. I don't answer my phone and I don't go to grocery stores and I need to stop both things because I don't want to have Instacart or DoorDash or any of those things anymore. Yeah, you got to get out into the store. I got to get out into the that part, too. They're expensive. Really expensive. You don't really need them anymore anyways, because no. they had their time in their place. But I get very um, overwhelmed going to the grocery store. Mm. Super overwhelmed. I freak out. I could even have a list of things and I still. I don't know why I wish I knew what it was. Do you think that maybe the time that you go or the the actual grocery store that you visit might change that? Possibly because I like going to Sprouts on Foothill and I was never a Sprouts person. Love it there. But now because of my healthy lifestyle. Yay. You paid double the price for a sp- for groceries. Which, by the way, um, <laughs> Starbucks was recently had someone protest and they were protesting. Why the hell is, um, I was going to say vegan milk, but oat milk, oat milk, like all the non-dairy products. Why are they more expensive? Right. They're protesting right now that they're exploiting. Mm, I like that. The products fair. that should be even just the same price as everything else. Yeah. But they make it more expensive. Yeah. This whole health lifestyle. Yeah. You're paying because it's organic and we squeezed an almond and not a milk titty <laughs> <laughs> or a cow titty. Yeah. It's crazy. But so, yeah. Huh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I. I like all of that, but yeah, you should try out different things. Maybe the time of day that you go, the the grocery store that you visit, that might help ease your anxieties. I don't know. I don't disagree with you. Mm-hmm. I recently started going to Aldi, and that was different. Weird. That's a German store, isn't it? I have no idea. It's, it's a just a grocery store. No, it's a German one. Really? The, the Germans made it. Mm. I well, I don't know why I know that, but I somebody I do know that. You well, have to bag your own shit there, right? Yeah, you, and you have to pay yourself, for a shopping cart. You pay for the shopping cart, and then they reimburse you when they, you return the shopping cart. It's 25 cents. That's such a there. German thing to do. It's that weird. is such a German thing to do. It, is, it was really weird at first, and then I went two or three times after that, and I was like, okay, this is cool. And their groceries aren't, um, you know, because obviously right now everything is fucking expensive oh, as shit. hell. Groceries are really expensive. It is German. It I is was German. Right. I told you. But yeah. guess guess what other branch they own? They own another store? They own a subsidiary, yeah. Ooh. Sprouts? Nope. Uh, Ikea. Trader Joe. Oh, I, would, I knew you were really? going to say fucking... Wait, which is interesting because on Mountain, Trader Joe's used to be there, and now Aldi took it over. Oh, it's an Aldi now? I don't. I prefer Trader Joe's. I love Trader Joe's. They have some bomb-ass trail mix. So convenient. And then all of their meals that are pre- prepared... And just you heat it up or you mix it up. Like what? They're so good, yeah. So good. Wait, like what? Like uh, uh, Rachel gets me these frozen burritos from yep. from uh, Trader Joe's. Yeah, I love like the burritos. Chi- they're chili verde. Um, uh, 
chicken, I think. Yeah, and then they have like a barbacoa one. Absolute fire. Their food, their food. Wait, Nelly, you had their their barbacoa burrito. I get it from Mike, and he loves it. Okay, what do you like there that's pre-cooked? Because you're a vegetarian. They have a, a quinoa super mm. burrito. Quinoa is weird. It's so good. It's like no, air it's, rice, it's air like, bubble rice. It's like quinoa, sweet potato, and it has like a spice. Oh, I'm going to have to make it for you. Well, buy it for you so you can try it. It's so good. And then they have these um, these chickpeas these chickpea and hummus wraps that are really good and all of their frozen food is amazing um they have like a um this or cauliflower orange chicken type thing that is really good <laughs> that, re- that reminds me when you made big brother jake and i oh that the cauliflower exactly. yes. buffalo wings yes or something, yes yes and he was like mm, i don't want to try this and then he tried it and he loved it he had like a second plate i'm pretty sure <laughs> i didn't try it hey big brother I jake like, hope i know you're doing a, well man i know that's a cauliflower mm-hmm. and not a piece mm-hmm. of chicken anyways trader joe's everything i love them trader joe's give me a job y'all i'll Kay. work at trader joe's i applied there I did too, and they didn't hire me. They didn't even call me twice. Someone get me in. I want to be in there. I want to get all of the discounts for Trader Joe's. All of their is that chips. the only reason why you want to go? Yeah, their food is good. Oh, they have chocolate covered potato chips. Oh, see? oh man. Are we gonna have to take a grocery trip? No, no. To <laughs> Trader Joe's. Well, anyway, now we're rambling. We're rambling. Let's fucking close the shop. Let's go home. Yes. Let's end this episode. We got any closing thoughts? Anything else we want to add? Anything we want to vent about? No. We're good? Yeah. We had a nice Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Feliz Happy Dia Mexican. las Madres. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We wish everyone well. We love all of you. We love your moms. And your tias. Yep. And your primas. Yeah. And your sisters, too. <laughs> and tell all of them. To make sure to leave us a review on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also support us by donating some coffee. Or if you, you know, nice little Mother's Day gift. Go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash on this frequency. This week's episode is brought to you by Rose City Sound with executive producer Big Brother Jake from the Big Brother Jake podcast. Produced and edited by Juicebox Bartley. Keep in touch and send us your topic ideas at onthisfrequency at gmail.com. Increase the peace, y'all. Your smile so tender My heart was captured My soul surrendered